Welcome to the Monday Night Men's Forum. I'm Matt, Farm Hop Life. Tonight we got Christopher, securecoop.com. Right. Yeah, where's everybody else? Mm. Jeremy texted me and said he had a bad day. Yeah, right on. That that's about all he said. Yeah, I have to check out one that we check in with him later. And uh, yeah, Grant. Mm. Mm. Doing Grant stuff. <laughs> I don't know. He's like yeah. either busy or he's not. But <clears throat> I'm then on the deck of the Enterprise. Oh, nice. How is it? It's a little dated. Uh, yeah, it's a little dated. Uh, they need to uh, update the carpet and whatever. But it's it's cool. <laughs> it's like an open floor plan. It looks like. Yeah. I'm not so, a uh, big Trekkie fan, but that was a show I, I would used to catch in the 80s. I really enjoyed Sure. Yeah. Definitely before my time. Yeah. Personal event. It's been a couple of weeks. It has. Uh, so just picked up an AR-15. Nice. And, uh, yeah, my first one. And as a Ruger with like barely any rounds on it. And, used. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, used. And um, I looked on YouTube, you know, how do you detect, how do you understand the condition and, and you know, of a used AR-15 and found a lot of little tips. And like the biggest thing they said is to look at the brass deflector where it comes out. Yes. The shell comes out and it, it gets hit very hard, very often you know, with every round. So I'm like messing with, sorry, I'm messing with my glasses because they look all crooked in the, they look in fine. the camera. Yeah, they look fine. Maybe it's my face that's crooked. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Must be. Well, and, and then the next thing, so I'm going to take it to, because I haven't shot it yet, the plan is to go camping this week with the boys. Got the uh, the spot lined up. Got a buddy who's got a big, like, 60-acre, well, big, you know, around here that's big, 60-acre uh, farm he started, and he wants me to come out and look at it. And uh, I could do, like, a farm hop life kind of a thing and travel there you go. instead. <laughs> And uh, so he wants me to come out. We're going to come out and camp and, and shoot gun and ride bikes and just you know, watch, you know, sit by the fire and relax. Nothing big. Look at his farm and stuff. So there's. Um, are you are you planning on helping on projects or is it very more laid back? Very more laid back. If he needs right. help, I wouldn't mind helping. Just the idea was I try to go camping with my boys at least twice a year. Um, because I got all the gear, and mm-hmm. so once you get all the gear, camping is pretty cheap. So I tried to do that a couple times a year with the boys. We went mm-hmm. in the spring, and now it's time to do the fall, and and we'll probably try again go in the spring and just you know keep that going. So yeah, it's good to establish like what kind of visit it's going to be ahead of time. Mm. We 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 visited some friends up in northern Montana, and I expected there to be like. It beats more like rigorous work, yeah. and it that was not the case, and so oh. I was kind of like left feeling like, "Am I help, helping at all here?" <laughs> um, I it, the answer was kind of, yeah, but and then we like talked about it afterwards, and she was like, "Yeah, we we've just been running like ragged, like crazy," and so this weekend was actually like nice and slow for us like oh okay good because i felt like i didn't do anything <laughs> she's like no that that's it's not like your fault or anything like that we just uh we just didn't have have our stuff together after just running like crazy all summer so yeah yeah well, it's in, good to in some respects then that's you, you feel useless but you probably also came back refreshed anyway yeah it was a good trip yeah, yeah. it was a good trip so but yeah, that, that would just be like a little, be a little tip is like, know what you're getting into ahead mm-hmm. of time. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to bombard her with a million questions. Like, yeah. Hey, so what yeah. are you doing? Uh, do, do I need to bring anything? Do I, uh, and just right. like, I just kind of tried to go like, go with the flow. They'll let me know if I need to bring anything and try it, try to stay out of the way. Um, yeah. Step, step in when I can, but yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good trip, yeah, yeah. though. Still, anyways, personal event. Yeah, so um, I was just out of town for work, mm. and it was like day two of nine. My wife calls me saying that we had water leak all over the floor. 
Oh. And so my my iron filter, it, there's like a hose that comes out of it because it purges itself. I don't know. I, I I don't care. I don't care how it works. It has to like <laughs> I don't burp itself or something. I don't know. Yeah. And so like all this water runs through this hose, and so I have it. There's no drain in the floor, but I made a drain for it and routed it to the drain, and the hose came out of the drain. Ooh. And so that hose just like all over the floor. I mean, it, it, my wife said it got everywhere. And like, you know, the, the door jams, they're unfinished. So like there, there's not stain and stuff on them, but she said that water like was like, like going up those door jams, like a sponge. And so like, it got really wet. It got really wet. Yeah. Swimming. So finally yesterday I got home Friday yesterday. I finally get a chance after doing some other stuff. I get a chance to look. I the the floorboards that are closest. So it's the basement. It's concrete. But we have like a like a we got flooring on top of it with like um crap. Do you call it? I don't know. Underlayment. So I pull up the first piece that's closest to where that filter is, like, and where it would be the most wet. And it was like, oh. It's, it's like dry under here. That's pretty cool. Mm. Let me let me check another piece. So I pull up the next piece, and I was like, mm, "There's a little bit of mold in there." That's th- that's thanks. And I pull up like the next piece behind that. There was even more mold. I'm like, oh, oh <laughs> I'm so screwed. Oh, so I have a heck of a lot of work to do. Oh. I have no clue how far it goes. I have no no clue how because like that's, that's that water. Cool could just go under that underlayment or yeah. underneath that flooring and who knows how far it could go. And if it's oh, on concrete, man. it could just, it could go all the way. It could go like, cause concrete's with it being porous, it could oh, yeah. go all the way to the edge. Crap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That no. was, that sucks. Yeah. And, and I checked last night, they don't make that flooring anymore. Oh, and so, Oh, it gets worse. Yeah, it gets worse. Dang. So, so I'm gonna have to figure out how to Ouch. fix 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 all of it. On a plus note, though, we went to a farmers market on Saturday, and yeah. I we there was a stand, and I was like, "Oh, Swift Current, blah blah blah, like mushrooms. It's like a mushroom farm that a friend down here had told me about." Oh yeah. So I so I stopped by, and I'm like, "Hey." What do you do with all your spent blocks? She's like, we just give them away. And if we can't give them away, honestly, they go to the dump because they have so much. I'm like, mm-hmm. how many do you have? They're like, one to 200 a week. <laughs> and so we're like, holy crap. We're gonna... So I threw a tarp in the truck. So maybe like one day a week, I'll stop by on my way home from work. Yeah. Load up and dump it in the chicken coop or something like that to get the... The, the fungus, you know the the fungus, and then you know the nitrogen from the chickens, and have like yeah one stop compost. Wow. Yeah. Man, what a source. That's a good yeah. One. Yeah, I wish. I yeah, could so get something like that. I'll I'll ship you some. <laughs> Why? Why not? I'm sure, I'm sure I'll compress it into much. a block. Yeah. <laughs> they do it. They can do it with hay bales. Sure. Why can. not? Why not mushrooms? <laughs> mushroom, mus- mushroom blocks. Oh, that's how they uh, so that's how they ship it over in uh that's how they ship hay over to China. So like they compress they, it. it's already in a hay bale, uh-huh. but they compress it even more. Wow. To put it in a shipping container and send it to China. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Like you you'd think they could just grow it there. Apparently not. Yeah, apparently not. So oh uh another uh personal update I, i'm kind of excited about this i need to get on the scale and see if how much i've lost any weight but you remember i told you i was doing that 75 hard yeah finish that, that the well, other you, day. well you kind of you kind of were doing yeah it was a partial it was a partial i picked the one part of it that i really needed most at the time and uh 7.5 7.5 <laughs> anyway i finished that the other day and it was no cheats for for 75 days um and uh, what I noticed is all of a sudden uh, my 
stomach is shrinking. I'm eating less every day mm. than I used to feel like I needed. I never felt like I like overeating. I just felt like I was eating in, you know, the normal amount, but because my stomach needed to shrink. So I know that I've lost, like I can see it in my face, but I just haven't gotten on the scale, but I can, I, I think I'm probably down 10 pounds or something like that. And uh, just feel like I'm eating about half of what I used to. Oh, nice. Like, yeah. It's a lot cheaper now. It's like night, night, not, not custom because carnivore ain't cheap. So sure. It's, yeah. It's, it's costing a lot less now to get it. And um, I'm just glad that was good. That was a good move. Now I'm trying to think about the next move, which is, you know, step up my exercise game and do a little bit more. And uh, I'm not quite sure how I'm going to do that. Do I need to do a 75 hard or do something else? I'm not sure. Well, that was my next question is like, does that make you seeing, those results just by doing your version of 75 yeah. hard would you want to just do the full program yeah. and like see how it how it goes uh, i don't know <laughs> we'll see i'm done thinking about it what if it what if it what if it fixed your fatigue what if you fixed your fatigue in 75 oh, days i, I, I know uh, yeah that would be cool i know it won't because i've had periods of times where i was busting it with exercise and no difference um so you know, it, it also, mm. it also is a really good idea, even if it never fixes the fatigue, you know, like it's just yeah. good for general, like, you know, Hey, something needs to happen right now. Get up and exercise do, cause I've got more energy, but you know, whatever. So it's just a good idea, even if it does nothing for the fatigue. So, which is somewhat improving. I mean, today was kind of a down day, but it, like a lot of days, man, are not like they used to be. It's not like Good. it used to be. So I'm glad, you know, it's, it's the slow creep back up and being normal again. Yeah. Yep. Good. Yeah. Good progress. Yep. So, all right. So for, for the homestead Christmas list, which yeah. by the way, I'm do nobody should ever follow in my footsteps on like how to do a podcast because people like things seasonally. Yeah. Like, Oh, it's almost Halloween. We should do Halloween spooky stuff. And like, I, I wanted to think That's about Christmas. Cliche though, but maybe maybe you're you're no. It's the like trend. I I don't I doubt that. <laughs> I, I I the reason this came up is because yeah. I'm like I want so, I want that, and then two weeks later, I, I want this now, and then two weeks later, oh, I saw this thing. Now I want th now I want <laughs> that. So now I'm just like you're bouncing I'm, all I'm, around. I'm, I'm sure my wife would love to. Yeah tell you um yeah he, he does this if i just not say anything uh-huh he'll get distracted with another new thing and he'll forget about it so uh -huh. yeah shiny ball <laughs> right on so um let's go through your list yeah and then we'll 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 make comments as we go and then we'll we'll do my list yeah so the weird thing is like I was telling you in the pre-show, like my wife and I actually were, have been talking about this kind of thing more, more not Christmas gifts, but like long-term, what do we want? What do we really want, you know, in our life in, in 10 years and what, what are we going to start saving towards and working towards? But uh, like in the short term, man, I used to have this little black tool case, tool, tool kit that I stuck in the car in the trunk. And like I used like every tool in that tool case, toolkit constantly. And it was just a cheapy little like I got it for Christmas one year. So it's a little cheapy little kit with like some sockets and some, mm -hmm. and some bits and, and a wrench and, and and pliers and knife and things like that. But like every if you so often I go out to the car and pull it out and grab something and use it because it was just really handy. And it doesn't have to be high dollar. I mean, you know, so like over a period of time, I used up most every tool and and and, and worn out. So I told my wife, I'll, I'll even show it to you. I'll, I'll send you a link here. Uh, let me scare, share my screen. Uh, <laughs> Christopher accidentally left us. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be back in a second. Oh, there we are. <laughs> yeah. uh i i had a good laugh about that yeah so i'll show you real quick uh share my screen and that's just this guy right here yeah so just like 40 dollar toolkit with with the basics yeah you know nice 
I just throw that in the trunk and I said, that'd be a great Christmas gift. Um, I've got a, a couple of books here. I'll share this with you. Um, I wish I could go to Harbor Freight for my entire list. That'd be cool. <laughs> okay. So, oh, uh, yeah, that, that brings me to my, uh, for the audio listeners. Oh, crap. Can you bring that up for a second? It was a Harbor Freight. Bring bring the list back up or bring your oh. bring your item back up. Yeah. For like $39, it was this yeah. I don't know, 200 130p Pittsburgh tool set with case. 39.99 yeah. at Harbor Freight. Here's the link to it. Now if you uh if only you had a coupon maybe you could get it for free <laughs> or or get moving blankets with it for free or something yeah, yeah that, that's a that's yeah. a decent kit yeah a lot of basic stuff in there it is it's and it, is and, you a know, tape measure? it, it probably is it, it's like nothing about this is high dollar you know but i don't i'm not doing i'm not actively using tools for my job or anything and i just found that right low low quality low cost tools are perfectly adequate so when I, I, we've been building out like our, our systems, like our procedures and protocols and stuff at work. Yeah. And we've been building things like, I've been, I've been calling them, oh shit kits. Like this thing broke. <laughs> I need, go get the oh shit kit to go fix it. And so like, that's, that's what this is. But for like your vehicle. Oh yeah. 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 Like. Like, yeah, you'd still need like a tire iron and a jack and plug yeah. kit and stuff. But that yeah. there, there's a lot of hand tools in here that could be useful for many, many things. So nice. Yeah, absolutely. It's very absolutely. nice. Uh, then I got the other, I got a few more things. But like one thing I wanted to show you was uh, this guy right here presents. Now, if only Harbor Freight had an affiliate link that I could run that, <laughs> Yeah, that right. Link, you could make a, make a few on that one. Let's see. What gap. There it is. This one. Uh, I'm I'm about to do another presentation. Oh, I just did one at my Wood local gasifier builder's yeah. Bible. It's a book. I'm about to do a on presentation Amazon. on energy on Tim. Um, Toolman Tim. Yeah, Toolman Tim's podcast, and this was one of the subjects. And so I said to my wife, "I'd like a copy of that." And you can see it's like a fifty dollar book, and mm -hmm. there's not they're not like you can't get them used even for cheap. It's like you know it's high demand. So I said, you know, hey, that'd be good for a Christmas gift right there. Um, something, you know, to have that because it's like it really is. It lives up to the name of the Bible. It's it's a, got all, like 462 ratings. And um, it's the it's the book that you want to have if you're thinking about building a gasifier. Man, those things look so complicated. I looked into into that for about like into how to make one for about yeah. five seconds. And I'm like, that is way too much work. <laughs> it's like, you got to weld and then like yeah. get your wells, like x-rayed yeah. and yeah. like do more welding. Because, well, that's like the, uh, supposedly that's the proper way to do it because oh, once yeah. you finish that weld, like it's getting encased in like another weld for like uh -huh. the chamber or something like that. So I found a guy, he, he used to, he actually was on Jack's show, uh, the survival podcast, like way in the beginning mm. episode, like in the hundreds. Okay. And, and he was in Washington. He just moved to Idaho. Tactical wood gas. That's the name tactical wood gas. And so he, he sells these kits. Let me see. So the kit, the gasifier runs a generator okay. that, runs um that that charges your batteries or mm -hmm. do the inverter you know that that connection so that's yeah. what a wood gasifier does and it's actually not that expensive it's like oh man i should add the gas is that the small one or the big one there's small a big drag they call it the big, big dragon or yeah, whatever big they call it 2600 yeah that yeah. so which actually um, isn't that bad for a gasifier. I've seen one on Craigslist around me for like thirteen thousand dollars. Oh, that gum, that gum. No, yeah. uh, there there are ways to do it that are more efficient, and I'm not gonna lie. But there are also ways to do it from you know old propane tanks that and and you, that you get scrap for free. Uh, it just depends on your level of efficiency and your your quality and your 
safety because wood gasifier is a dangerous thing. Yeah. I mean, like if you leak, um, it, 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 the fuel is carbon monoxide. So, you know, you're actually burning carbon monoxide and it is, as you know, very uh, deadly. Right. People have died with it. So, you know, it's, it's a, but to do it for like a little generator in the backyard, I don't think you need to go nuts. I don't think you need to, you know, do a lot. Just pick up one of the, the FEMA had put out plans on doing it. So, but I wanted to get this guy because it was a little more advanced and uh, of a process that they teach you how to do it. And perhaps it's got like the beginner version, which is only five welds and no x-rays required or something. I don't know. Sure. So, so I just said, let me, let me add that to my library, you know. It's good to have, have that kind of knowledge. There's also a couple of byproducts from using a gasifier. Like you can, yeah. when you burn it off, like there's like a little drip cup that you yeah. has like tar or something like that in it that Guitar. you can use for waterproofing mm -hmm. things. The, yeah. And the ashes or also uh, is biochar. That, that one. Yeah. Yep. So it's a really... Uh, like one of the downsides of gasifier is like one we talked about the safety, but also it's uh, less efficient. So like your energy output is about fifty percent of what of uh, what a uh, regular um, gasoline engine would be. And uh, but if you're and, and like if you don't do it well, if you don't clean up the tar and and things like that, you're gonna gum up the the pistons and the pistons rings. But if you're using like yeah. a cheap little engine that you can you know occasionally disassemble, scrub down, and put back together again, it's not too too bad. So this is some knowledge I wanted to have in my uh, toolkit. Yeah, that's a that's a good one to mm -hmm. to have, yeah. All right, All what's right. next? What's next? What's next? Let's see. Let me stop that and present. Uh, let's share this guy right here. Um, trapping. So uh, like nice. Yeah, so this was what like came recommended in several places and just I've got several trapping books and I just wanted to add it to my library. Um, and so with trapping, I love the idea of trapping. I haven't done any yet, but I love the idea because you can, you know, set it and walk away and do other things while it's doing its work with hunting. You're sitting there all day in the tree stand waiting. So right. I, I definitely like the, uh, force multiplier that is trapping. So I got some older force books. Multiplier. Yeah. I got some older books, uh, some PDFs that are free. And then, um, like I got some paid books and things like that. And I, I wanted I, it's a it's a life goal to sit down and actually learn a whole lot about it. But I think even now, um, trapping is a numbers game. So if you're poor and inexperienced, you just you have to set more traps. So you just go out and you just make more traps. I and, seen I swung by on my I, I went I went to town the other day and I on my way home. There was like a couple of storage units that were open and like they oh, really? were like ha they had stuff out for sale. And so I uh -huh. swung by and one of the guys had like a bunch of like hunting stuff in his and he was like trying to sell like a couple of like there was like a shotgun, a couple of rifles. Yeah. And on one of the tables, he had a bin of traps like he was just selling all of them for 300 bucks. I'm like, man, if that would be a good thing to have. Would have, it would. would just be to have a bunch of traps. Yeah. But I would also want to know how to use them, obviously. But you need to have them to know how to use them. Yeah. No. Yeah. And and just to just buy like a whole whole stinking array of of traps for three hundred yeah. bucks. It's a pretty good yeah. deal. Yeah. Did you, did you take out? Take the. No. The no. No. I didn't take it. I, <laughs> You're kicking yourself now, huh? No. Nah, it'll it'll come back around. But I do think that that. That type of like lifestyle is definitely dying. So yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, how um, how many opportunities? Because I this isn't the first time that I've thought about it or seen someone selling their whole set of traps. Mm, it yeah. goes, you know, that's probably the cheapest that I've wow. seen it is three hundred bucks for the whole set. I've seen it up to like six or seven hundred bucks. The, but, I guess yeah. it depends on the quality and amount of traps, but that that is an option. Um, for for those that are interested, mm -hmm. yeah. So be looking around, and you might yeah. see stuff on Craig on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. I don't know yeah. if they allow to sell those, but on Craigslist, on yes, them. I haven't 
haven't looked on Facebook. Yeah, I, I know I've seen them on eBay. So use traps. Sure. Yeah. I feel like that'd be and, heavy to ship. Yeah, yeah. And I bought some. I bought some like the the dog proof coon traps. I would love to have some leg traps, but right now all I've got are like some. They're called dog proof coon traps, and they look like a little uh uh cylinder, and the coon sticks his foot in there to grab whatever it is. So grabs his, oh. his foot. Yeah, and it's called dog thought- proof because a dog can't get their snout in it. I thought raccoons were so savage that they like didn't care. Like they would rather their hand get ripped off than get stuck in a uh, trap. That's probably an old wives' tale, but because I know that that is a good way to catch uh, coons. So, hmm. uh, yeah. In fact, I don't know if you remember the, there was a kid's book uh, where the red fern grows. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he described a coon trap that's very similar in design. That that will hollow. hollow. He bored out a hole in a log. He put a coin down in the bottom and he put a bunch of nails pointed inward, like, you know, drove them through the, uh, around the, the hole. Okay. So, you, so the raccoon could get his hand into the hole, put oh, his hand yep. around the coin, but could not pull it out because of the, the, the nails. And he said, like, you know, why won't, won't raccoon just drop the nail, the, the coin? And they said, because coons are so curious that, like, would never even think about. Sure. They'll just hold on to it. Now that was in a book, but that, that idea like always stuck with me. Something like well, it, like they, they got the inspiration from somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like <clears throat> last year I read um The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Oh, cool. And like all that, like all all that came from somewhere, right? Yeah. It's not like Mark yeah. Twain, you know, yeah. rode on a raft down the Mississippi and you know had to escape people. You know, trying to get their slave back. Right. Like, it all came from somewhere, just a bunch of series of stories. So <laughs> and then you had suggested um Christmas ideas. I could stop sharing that. Um, you had you said it doesn't have to be realistic. So that, that made me think of my, the list that my wife and I literally were just discussing uh, discussing. Uh, maybe maybe it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> And things like um, we want a tornado slash fallout shelter. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that, that one? Hmm? Is that one that you would uh, build on your own, or one of these ones where you excavate and drop it in, Mm-mm. and then back? No, I would just build, it, and it wouldn't have to be big uh, because for both tornado and fallout, you're only for our location. We'd only be there a couple of days. Um, Mm. And so, uh, you know, tornado is, you know, a couple of hours. How would you keep it from flooding in um, like tropical storms and hurricanes? Yeah, um, you would use like a conical or a uh, A-frame roof and surround it with a, some kind of a moat or whatever. But yeah, it could be done. So is it in the ground or above ground? Yeah, it's partially in ground. The one I have in mind it's is... Both. <clears throat> yeah, the one I have in mind is like you excavate about, down about... Um, four feet could do that with shovels and hmm. um would want to but I, you could and uh and then an a-frame roof and pile dirt and crap on top of the a-frame roof and uh hmm. you just have just enough room for people to sit and, and a little toilet in the corner and uh you know like a, a fan or something or a, i mean a, a blower or or a, a manual air exchange but anyway all right know, i got i got an idea for design. you to do it do it for cheap have yeah. you seen the guy that um, I think he's up in Canada? He built like he, I think he calls it the Arc Two or something yeah. like that, where he built it out of the seventy buses. buses. Yeah. So, so what you got to do? Because so the reason for those that don't know, the, the guy bought these buses. One, they're like used buses are just stupid cheap. Yeah. The second not, reason is something about the way the way that they're designed that they can like it's like one and a half times like their weight rating can oh, wow. be compressed on the top or something like that yeah because so that's the problem with shipping in rollovers yeah so when a bus rolls over it's not gonna crush the top and yeah. kill everybody inside so okay they're very okay. very strong so this guy you know linked a bunch of them together let me see if i can find a find a thing about that school Buses yeah, arc two arc two. Um, 
linked up a bunch of them together. 40, uh, I thought it was 70. Apparently this one's like 42. Ah, who cares? We'll, we'll figure it out. So what you could do is you could partially bury one of these school buses and then just use the hatch in the top of the school bus to get down. It's already there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a good way to do it. Sure. Yeah, that's like shipping containers. They don't do well underground. You have to do a lot of reinforcing. You can, you can see this? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So here's here's him wild. building it, I guess. Man, this is from 2017. I thought it was much, much older. So like here's some of the inside. Dang, I might I might do this now. I, I drive by school buses for sale all the time. Well, it's, it's like, look, look this is this has been like, sitting here for a long time. I'm tired of looking at it. Can you just give it to me? <laughs> uh, it's entirely practical because we we did get enough hurricanes. I mean, excuse me, tornadoes. We do have hurricanes, but like the real danger in a hurricane is the tornado, not the hurricane itself. Like the hurricane itself is hardly for sure. us any concern. But what they they usually spin up little little devils all around, and that's what we gotta watch out for. Look at this. Uh, look at this map. They got a waste holding tank, septic yeah. tank, generator really room, main entrance, a morgue, an X-ray and dentist about, um, room. Five years ago, but he's but the oh, he died. Yeah, he died. I was just gonna ask. I need an update on this dude. Yeah, men's washroom, bunk rooms. And they they're Barnsley. probably dusting it off with all the crap going on in overseas right now. Yeah, maybe they're selling tickets. <laughs> he said he would like anybody who would ask politely he said he would be willing to put him up uh, i thought he would give him a tour but i thought um it it was reserved primarily for was it women and children mm. i don't remember now but yeah interesting like uh, on youtube mm -hmm. he like um you know he he gives a tour of the whole place and like he he has like roll out ventilation um like ducting and everything and it, yeah it's, it's, it's like a playground setup. it's like a playground yeah. that he built like just for himself you could like, get lost I, in there i i would <laughs> even with this little map <laughs> i didn't i didn't see with a bunch of buses that's funny <laughs> all right uh fallout what uh you called it a storm shelter but i'm calling it a fallout shelter what else yeah, is on yeah. your list? it's all the above and then we would really like a a small pond, you know, nothing big, like 10 by bit by, by 20. Uh, but that is on our goal of, to have, is to have a pond dug. And I've got the pumps for it already. They were on sale. And I said, let me just go ahead and get the pumps for them. And that's like the most expensive bit. So the only thing left now is to have it dug and, and um, lay in the liner and uh, all that good stuff. So uh, that's that's a, a life goal of ours, my wife and I. So we'd have maybe maybe get some ducks for it, you know. And I can see us doing that within the next three, five years. So you you have a spot picked out already on, on your, because yeah. you're on your mother-in-law's property or your mom's That's right. property? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got a little spot ready, ready to go for it. And, uh, you know, uh, she's, her mom has given us free reign of this section. So it's not like we even need to ask permission, but I think if we did, we, she'd be like, no problem. So, hmm. So yeah, just to dig a little hole and line it with a uh, liner and uh, put in some pumps and put in some plants, things like that. Just wow. plants, or would you also do fish? No, I'd want fish. Yeah, do the whole thing. Fish, fish to catch or fish to fertilize. Both. A little bit, from, a little bit of both, yeah. Because where you guys are at, how far from the like from fishing are you? Oh, um, well, there's a pond two miles away. There's a, what's well, a lake? It's really a lake. Uh, there's a river 10 minutes drive away, and then the ocean is an hour. So, so yeah. there's fish all around. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That rounds out your list? Oh, I got more, but I wanted to hear yours. Oh, all right. Uh, okay. So first thing on the list is that something that uh, – that so we did the – Collapse Now and Avoid the Rush series, right? Yeah. Ever since, ever since that. I've wanted a hand water pump that runs in line with my oh, well. Beautiful. So 
Uh, I've only, how do I, how do I do this? I just did it. Now I got to do it again. This one. So this is the only quote that I've got for, for my well. It's by Simple Pump. Yeah, those are pricey. Uh, my, well, it doesn't help that your, your well is 340 feet deep. And yours is? Yeah. Ours is pretty deep too. I think it's like, so I, I need, yeah, yeah, I need the deep system for it. Yeah. And it's like, it's like right there. It's almost like at the limit of what, what they oh, can wow. do. Yeah. So you just get like enough to fill a bucket and then walk something. Over. Yeah. So yeah, it was like 20, the quote was like 2,500 bucks, about 24, 2,500 bucks, somewhere Sounds in there, right. which yeah. is, yeah, which is about what I expected. Now, I, now long story farms, he's got a Buffalo pump or bison pump. Which one is mm, it? Cool. Buffalo? Yeah, they're very, very fancy looking. They yeah, look very nice. Cool. It's like a piece of art. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, they look they look really nice. Uh, bison deep well pump. Let me let me see here. Shoot, I'm not ready for this. Is it bison? Is it buffalo? It's buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. Whatever. I'll just share. I'll, I'll just <clears throat> share share this part. Oh, this, man. Are you seeing this? Yeah, I see it. Okay, so yeah, this one, this one looks a lot better. Yeah, it just looks, I don't know, just looks nicer. But I mean, the other one, it's simple pump. It's simple. The end. So mm -hmm. it, it it provides the same function. I mean, yeah, as long as the quality is there for both, uh, just go with the go to the cheaper one. So right on. Yeah, yeah, I I could probably yeah works up to oh it's two hundred feet static water level. I don't know. I should look into Buffalo Pump too, Bison Pump. I don't know what it's called anymore. But so we are our pressure tank stopped working mm. like a month a month ago. It just seems to be like the season of water issues for us. Yeah, yeah. So prior to the floor. Uh, be getting flooded we had the opposite problem where we our pressure tank stopped working and we like had to would have to flip the breaker to just get water to run and it wasn't an issue with the like pressure switch it was the pressure tank itself like the bladder deflated or something like that wow and so not having water is like yeah panic mode like, yeah how are we gonna do anything and like you're not gonna die of thirst but it just increases your inconvenience considerably yeah yeah so if we had if we had this we could at the very least go out there pump some water yeah run it through a filter and have water like i think the simple pump when you go through their little questionnaire to get a quote they give you the one of the options is like, would you ever hook this up to the, your main main supply in your house? Okay. And I was thinking. I was thinking at first. I thought no, but then I was thinking yes, because if you needed to run something, like let's say somebody's trying to take a shower, well, you could just somebody could be out there pumping, just pump, 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 pump for like five minutes or so, and someone could take a quick shower. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'd probably be a pretty like weak shower, like <laughs> and cold, but yeah, probably cold, mm -hmm. but that would be an option. Now, like we do, we do have like a generator. Obviously we did a generator episode, but yeah, so that could run the pump. But for some reason, if the pump or the, the pump stopped working, the pump stopped working, the pressure tank yes, stopped working. You want your contingencies. I want I want a contingency. Even yeah, if yeah. uh even if my water is full of iron, I want some water. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's like funny you say that you're talking about this because this is a, the the topic I was studying earlier this week. Uh, like we have a generator, we have all uh, if I can ever finish installing it, the solar installate uh in, inverter and it, I would love to prove to test it someday, but I looking at the specs Looks like it should deliver enough power to run the well pump that we have on the property. So that's two ways. But I'm not comfortable with just two ways. I, I, I mean, we have a creek 
half a mile away, so we could walk over and get it. You know, there's a neighbor with a pond, so we have options. Or we could put something underneath the eaves and catch water coming off the roof. And you now we have options, uh, but I like to have multiple options. So I started to ponder and said, what if I could take, if you spin a motor backwards, it'll turn into a generator. Yep. And if it's the same kind of uh, motor, like it's a 220 split phase AC uh, motor, you spin it backwards, it should generate 220 split phase energy. I said, what do we have in a lot of houses that is about that size on that voltage? Uh, air conditioners. And so mm. I've been kind of pondering, can the air conditioner um, condenser motor be spun backwards to generate the electricity sufficient to uh, run a well pump? And the, the, the big concern there is the surge wattage. You need like, um, for ours, I think it's a, a one and a half horse, which is a 5,000 watt surge uh, you know, wattage, but, uh, as long as you can find uh, like a four ton air conditioner con condenser pump of which there are probably a number of them. That's only like a 2000, 2,500 square foot house. Uh, so a, a motor like that should be pretty easy to obtain grid down. And the other thing about that is then I can, um, also help my neighbors who, uh, may not be preparing at all. And, you know, Hey, now we can run your well pump and you, know, you can have water again. Mm. So. so how would the well pump run? So like, yeah. what, just like hook it up to like a wind turbine or something like that? Anything that spins. We don't have a lot of wind here. Uh, we, But like an old gasoline engine, a lawnmower engine would probably have enough horsepower. Uh, to you need like um, five, seven horsepower. And so just hook that, and, you know, make a pulley and attach it to the motor shaft and do it. So that you way. would take one engine to run this pump, like the condenser motor. pump. Yeah. Generator to run the water pump. Yeah. Oh, make, okay. make, make your own generator. It's all theoretical and experimental, but you know, that's how you come up with great ideas is just starting to brainstorm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So. All right. Second on my list. Yeah, go ahead. So I browse farm and garden Craigslist often, several times a week. And I've been thinking about, like, man, it'd be really cool to own an excavator. Like, there's a lot that I, that I could do with an excavator. And I was browsing last week. And this is like the shiny new object, right? Oh man! So, excavator. Would, so I, would I love an excavator. This is an excavator, though. I was just browsing farm and garden, and for some reason, oh crap! Again, not ready. Right here. This caught my eye. <laughs> That's a great tractor. So, That's I thought good, so. I'm like, huh? It is. I, I was looking at some of, so, one of those. So this is for those listening. This is a 1948 Ford 8N tractor. Yeah, and they're and there's a It's a bucket on the front. Yeah. This one is already converted to 12 volt uh, starter, which I guess oh. makes it easier to start. Yeah, yeah. And originally they were built. They were built with six volt starter. Yeah. This one's been converted to 12, and this like this tractor like you can. Um, pick up parts you can even though it's almost like 70 years old or whatever you can still get parts for it at like tractor supply yeah yeah they're amazing so, tractors so How much they it's want got for it? uh they want 4200 for it that's not too and bad it's got pto on the back yeah so you could add attachments this one does come yeah. with the double bottom plow so i could cut swales into the property Man. and i've cool. com i've compared it to other ones online and like a lot of them don't have this front loader yeah like that's, that's that's an add-on that is an add-on and that's not common and it's going to be expensive if you tried to add it yourself and so the fact the that it condition, comes with it is a good good price that and the condition is this looks like it's pretty good so yeah does look good uh, that, that is a good deal right there that's what i thought in my uh, so limited, like yeah you know, don't do your, do a little more research than you hear it from me because in my limited studies that looks like a good deal but i what do i know 
<laughs> I in looking for like, oh, what else could I get for like on this tractor for like the for like the PTO? Well, yeah, generator. I found a a generator for the yeah. for the PTO for the PTO. Yep. What is that? Explain that. No, I didn't want to distract you from what you were going to say. So you're, you're no, go go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, so just a generator just hooks and cooks to the PTO and, and makes electricity. Simple. Oh, okay. So you yeah. take the running tractor mm -hmm. and yeah. What walk, walk me through it just a little bit further? Just like oh yeah, another, okay. like so another step. PTO, like he's got that spinning shaft, and that spins the generator slat. You know, the, the electrical part of it to generate electricity and the a generator is a backwards motor uh, just about yep. any induction motor can be turned into a so, generator by just so you, you're, you're taking what what's what is the gen like so yes the tractor is spinning the pto mm -hmm. and it's spinning a motor that's connected to what that that your load whatever your wire your electricity but is, it would you know. be dc no it should be you AC. Would need an inverter no it'd be ac you because would be spinning an AC motor. Yeah. Yeah. When you spin an okay. AC motor, you get AC out. Okay. When you spin, um, a, a, I think it was a DC motor with a commutator, and then you get DC out. But uh, that was just something I re happened to read a few days ago. So this is just one of the things that I found. Um, oh, you could yeah. get an auger for the back of your tractor. Yeah. 500 bucks, and you got a postal. Man. Like, basically, you got an auger. So that's beautiful. That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And like obviously they make, you know, excavator attachments for let's see, tractor, PTO, um, backhoe. That's what I'm looking for. Backhoe. That's the word I'm looking for. Now we're so, talking. Um, where is it? There was one that I saw. I don't know, they can be pricey from like four thousand yeah. dollars to I mean brand new twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. For a tractor backhoe attachment, oh, that's probably they got, a, the they got entire, a little video. That's that's nice. That's the entire unit. Yeah, it's twenty five hundred, which is about going price I've seen. Um, yeah, here you go. You yeah. can get a Kubota. Ooh, it's got a thumb. Hey. Uh, yeah, you can get a backhoe attachment for a couple thousand. So instead of buying uh used, like look at this Kubota back here. This is probably like mm -hmm. a thirty. $40,000 <laughs> excavator back here. Yeah. Uh, so instead of that, for let's say $10,000, you've got a tractor with a front loader, backhoe attachment, 10000 And it's a reliable tractor. Yep. That it's you a reliable can still get tractor. Parts for. But that's the one thing is that, like, I get, like you know, the whole um, collapse and uh, collapse now, avoid the rush. If okay. there's, if there's an electrical issue in a new tractor or excavator, I'm not going to be able to fix it. Most likely it's going to like be a computer glitch. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So, so an I decided I want, I decided I want something old and that way I can also get in, get into the world of like fixing, fixing old things, like learning, learning yeah. how to do that. Cause I don't know how to do any of that. And it would hold its value. It totally it would should. hold its value. I, yeah, it should. Yeah, that and if I'm like trying to think of like projects that I know that I could use that tractor for, and there's a mm -hmm. lot. And one of them is like I already mentioned swales, but like, man, I could work it. I could work that double bottom plow a couple times, yeah, and start putting in some water features here. And I yeah. told my wife this morning, I'm like, in. I could. I'll just drive it down. I'll be there <laughs> in about a year. <laughs> I told my wife, I'm like. If we ever wanted to sell this place, you know, water features would only make it more valuable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. Especially yeah, in a climate Lawton like did ours. Jeff a whole video on that, on, on adding water features to like a five-acre property, and he bumped his value just some enormous amount by yeah. just adding this and that the water feature. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So like, like we're we're working on some rain catchment already. Cool. And so um, this would just be just be another part of it. Mm -hmm. All right, third on the list. Okay. I keep having to redo all this. Okay, present pack goats. Hey, I went. Why pack one goats? Of, uh, so they're multi-purpose. I went okay. hiking with uh with a lady a couple weeks ago. 
who's been doing goats for 30 years. And we, there's, there's actually three of them. I don't know where the other one went in this picture, but we, we went on a hike with her pet goats, a couple of them anyways. And they're really cool. They were just like fun to just be around. It made hiking on the trail just fun. Cause like hmm. sometimes you go on the trail and you don't see anything. Okay. Well, there's animals with you everywhere you go. And they're just like munching every time. Like, I mean, they're eating on as they're walking The like when you stop, they're just eating and walking. And it was just, it was just cool to like hang out with them. And they're like, mm -hmm. there's like a couple rocks. They're just like climbing over rocks and, then you get meats and uh, and meat milk and milk. Fur, um, skin, the, skin. these ones, uh, they're just hair. Okay. But one thing that I that I need on on the property is I need some some sort of livestock to do some like rotational grazing. Like, yeah, I could do that with chickens, but the stuff that I have, I've heard goats will take care of that problem. But mm. it, it's seasonal. It's so this, I have this stuff called cheatgrass, and it sucks. It's oh, yeah. like it's like made by the devil. And so the goats will eat that in the spring when it's still soft. But once the seeds start developing, then it's too hard, and like it pokes them in the mouth. They don't like that. But um, sheep sheep will also eat it. By the way, cows will eat mm. it. But uh, I, I don't want to go. I don't. I don't want to have a pack cow. I want a pack goat. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to go small. I like that. Idea. And like, I could, I could even put my kids on it. Up to a certain point, they can only carry about a quarter of their body weight. So a 200 pound pack goat carries 50 pounds. Okay. Like and you can't, you can't, um, you say like a purse. Like a person. <laughs> Just no, here's my purse. purse. Yeah, 50 pound purse. This is like, sir, you can't bring this in into the store. Like, this is my man purse. <laughs> and like you can't you have to wait until like they're three years old mm -hmm. before they can then before they can do full weight otherwise they can get stunted and whatnot oh. but but yeah it was a really cool hike and but these um the reason i don't have them yet two reasons they're expensive I was gonna ask you yeah they're there's six uh they're each one of these guys right here um they're about a year and a half old and they're six hundred dollars a piece now this lady, like she's, she said that she's worked very hard to like have good genetics and like not have, you know, this or that in her bloodlines. And so okay. I can, I can understand that. That's a lot of work. And I asked her like, would you be open to like barter? And she said, well, I do need to pay for some hay, but so we could do some barter, um, some cash. And I said that, that would work this let me let me get to the second point would be like my wife when i'm not home she's going to be up to she would be the one to take care of these and so it's yeah. like do i take care of the goats inside we call them children do or do i take care of the goats outside mm -hmm. also kids like it's it just be it just be a lot for us right now so yeah be a lot but I, I, still, I hear you. Still I, fun, to, still fun that, to think about. Yeah, that's one reason I've held off on any animals. Just like I feel like I'm barely treading water with what I've got, so I don't want to yeah. have more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fourth thing, travel trailer, obviously. Yeah, you never got that one for for your league. nope, nope. Okay. Nope. There are uh, more. Exp uh, I wouldn't say more expensive, but more immediate purchases that needed to happen before the travel trailer so definitely kind of like gotta get whether we sell the house rent the house or permanently stay in the house the house has to be taken care of first sure so all the expenses yeah. going yeah. to there before coming up with like you know a mobile home yeah mobile house yeah, and it like, is a house. It's like another thing to maintain. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. Yeah. and they wear out faster too because everything's bouncing down the road. Yeah, but the, the flip side of that is relatively easier to repair yourself. I mean, like I, w I went up one of our two RVs. I've got on the roof and replaced all of the 
skylights and plastic and vents and everything like that. And yes, they're only like 10 years old and, and starting to crumble, but so that's more fragile. But the fact that I could do it myself, I didn't have to hire somebody, just get up there and, you know, it's been like yeah. two hours, three hours chipping off the old stuff and put on the new and, and, and we're done. And now that was like, that's great. So. Yeah. I wanted to show you, since you were talking about repairs, check out this. So I bought some of this stuff. This is okay. Henry. Yeah. Roof Henry makes good leak stuff. Repair. Yeah. The wet patch. It's a, it's the extreme version. So I just bought a tube of this because uh-huh. I had some fixing to do for um, some, some, some water storage some for the chickens and some for like rain catchment. Yeah. And so I was using some of this to, to kind of patch some things and it's, man, that stuff is super sticky. You can use it. If they say you can use it underwater. Now I found that to be true, but not under pressure, which makes sense. Like I had to find that out the hard way. because like, I made a patch I patched a thing and like I, I put it together and then I put water in this barrel right away. Well, okay. It started to leak. I'm like, like you said, it was, you could work, it could work underwater. Yeah. That's tr- like, it could work. Well, it's wet it's still water because, because let's think about it. It's meant for your roof. Yeah. It's not, unless your roof is underwater, there's no reason why this product would be needed to yeah. work under the water but like if it's raining you could use it so i had to fix all my like i had to get the water out of the barrel and goop up the patch and um just let it dry for a minute so it's it takes technically if you look at the specs it takes 30 days to fully cure but that's just that's the fully cure it starts stopping leaks immediately immediately and yeah and like, there's like something about like off, like off gassing process, something something along those lines yeah. that it, it produces something something something. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm I'm trying it out. I patched up a bunch of stuff. I I should cool. actually go check it tonight. It should be should should be a lot less tacky tonight because it's been about 24 hours since I since I did that. So yeah, we we got well Henry. Henry uh, Tropical is what it's called, ready to go to coat our roofs. And they said, like, you can even do it with, uh, with with rain expected in an hour. So it's not that instant stuff like you've got, but it is very fast because it's um, it's water. Water actually cures it. So, it, it, oh, like, OK, it, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So so it's like, oh, you're, you're wet. Perfect. That's what I want. So it, ordinarily, if it's dry outside, it just takes the moisture. But even if they're standing water. Uh, it'll handle that, you know, after, after it's cures. So it'll, it's a good product. Henry makes good stuff and they, ours has a lifetime warranty. So I'm, I'm eager to get it um, coated on the roof. At least I've got the plastics replaced. That was the first step. And the next yeah. step is to get up there and scrub it down, clean it down. And then we'll get and and put two layers of the Henry on and rock and roll. So, so they make, they, they, they sell it also by the gallon. Like mm-hmm. you can get a gallon of stuff and like roll it on if you're doing yeah. like a flat roof or something. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got, a, I got a five gallon. Oh, wow. I got two of them. But that before. was, but that was pricey. <laughs> what killed me is I had it in my shopping cart and kind of like got delayed with other things and get, went back to get it. It was, a, it went up like a hundred dollars per bucket. So up, up now like four hundred dollars total, uh, just on in the increase in, in inflation. That that was like, oh no, I could have had it for cheaper. Cheap. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So the, my buddy and my he's gonna come over and we're gonna um, not right now. We're I'm I am on the solar project. We installed mm-hmm. the um, we got first first step of the solar project is uh, the high efficiency air conditioner, and I we did we put in the head the other day. Uh, so those are those need to be plumbed, and he'll come over. Uh, we we help each other out. I got this buddy. I go to his little homestead. He goes to my little homestead, and we help each other out. And, nice. Uh, yeah. So we we put in the head the unit the other day, and then you, know, you get it plumbed, 
and then we can switch it, wire it in and switch it on. And we'll have a high efficiency air conditioner, heat, heat, you know, it's a heat pump unit. So, you know, in the winter you get heat and in the summer you get cool. And then that will let us run on the solar, which um, I think the hardest part about the solar is going to be, I've got to build a uh, little Arduino control board to watch the batteries and not too complicated, but it's like just a bunch of fiddly little bits that I got to put together. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that's, that's the product I'm rolling on because it's just, it's killing me to, to keep paying that electricity bill. <laughs> so sure. That's where I'm at. And, and that would be another item on the Christmas list is we, we have a hybrid inverter, which uh, switches between the panels and the grid when it's <coughs> the sun goes down. If you have batteries in, in your mix, if you get some lithium batteries, uh, then you can run longer after the sun goes down and save more late, save more money. So that's yeah. the that's the goal in, in on our long term, medium term, like the next two, three, five years is a set of lithium batteries for the solar system. So. Too bad you can't buy a totaled out electric vehicle and use all those all those batteries. No, you, you can do it. And I've looked into it and it's not as a good of a value as you think it would be true there there's still there's so much demand for those that it's actually just i mean also that, i guess now that i think about it if the batteries have been in an accident would them put them at like higher risk of starting on fire uh later? not necessarily if they inspect them and make sure there's no damage on them um usually the the kinds of damage you get on cars are around the frame and you know the, on the sure. top the the battery is down in the in the belly and so it's less likely to get damaged and ruptured. Sure. So okay. it's not a it's not a bad idea. And that was the, my first thought. And then I looked and compared, and said, "Wait a minute now, uh, these from a used Tesla was like a thousand dollars more than buying brand new." And so I said, "Why would I do that?" Yeah. Okay. And, uh, hmm. yeah, so good to know. Yeah, All right. Good to know. Fifth and final thing. Secure a secure coop <laughs> with an app that is finally acting like it's supposed to. All uh, right. Yeah, the app is like was was just I I had no experience with JavaScript. I've got to get. I, I I'm convinced people are starting to wonder whether it's even gonna even a real like you know not um, vaporware. I've got to get the stupid um, thing into ha people's hands like Jeremy. And, and to actually play with it and show off and beta test it. So I will. In fact, I've got, uh, I've got time off at the end of the year. I, I scheduled because I wanted to, you know, save up all my time off. I've got next week off and a week in November and two in this one in December, one in January, I'm going to be just busting it and do finishing the last te steps and, and getting ready for a beta test in someone's hands. So good. That'll yeah. move it from the unrealistic column to the realistic column. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Needs to happen. All right. Tell people what a secure coop is. Secure coop is a coop door opener with phone notifications. I work with a uh, Fortune 50 financial company and I work with their computers. And I took a lot of the principles and applied them down to the chicken coop level so that we can, we got monitoring, we got backups, we got making sure it's secure so that you will get an alert if you're. Uh, coop has an issue like the door doesn't close on time or open on time you will know and i've got a guarantee such that if you lose any um chickens because of some, some issue that i didn't notify you about that i'll replace your birds up to your your entire flock so i feel that confident about the about uh, the product i'm working on so there's a coupon below uh, farm hop life rocks and there is a mailing list where you get a different coupon and apply them together because i am having a pre-sale and get the free ebook there get on the mailing list i'll let you know when things are ready get the free ebook 40 ways to have a more secure coop yep and you, if you want the ebook i can just link you to it you don't need to necessarily sign up on the mailing list so nice you need to update this picture of this iPhone. This is yeah. old, old. Everything app. needs an update. I've just been focusing on the I software. Know. I'm just I'm nitpicking. It will. You know, it'll, 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 it, I've got a much better um, template that I've uh, saved. I'm going to like copy and, and make it my own. And it uh, looks a whole lot better. So the website is 
over the years has gradually improved, improved, improved. And that's like the better, the best looking website I've had yet. And it's still really janky. So I know I need more work on it. <laughs> that but, happens. Um, yeah. All right. And I am, oh, I forgot my banner. Where am I? Here am I. Uh, I'm Matthew Roser, farmhublife.com. We are a traveling homestead family. I do a podcast of interviews, this men's forum, and famous farmer series. It's a, like a mini like biography. Cool. And I also do farm tours when people let me. My last uh, famous farmer was Sepp Holzer. That was actually oh, a really fun one. You did Sepp Holzer. I did Sepp Holzer. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was a pretty fun one. I so, bet it was. Yeah. How'd you do that but, over uh, over uh, Zoom or whatever? No, I didn't interview Sepp Holzer. I so so the so the famous farmer. I do. I oh, read a bunch a biog of biographies about yeah. them, and then I go blah 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 for yeah. five minutes, five okay. six minutes. Yeah. All right. And like, cool. you know, Sep. You know, he. You know, a lot of people know of Sep Holzer, and you know, mm -hmm. I I go into how did he get the the term rebel farmer or agro rebel. Like I I you know I got down to where that where that title came from and. How we got started. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh so yeah, people have other farmers they want me to to dive into. Yeah. Tell get, send me an email, Matt from interview Seth. That would be, be like amazing. I he speaks German. I I'd have to go like I'd yeah. have to have my wife interpret for me. And <laughs> even then it would be um Doctor. well that too. But she's like she know like when we're watching like a German movie, it's like she knows like thirty percent of what they're saying. So it's not like okay. totally fluent, but kind of like enough to get by type thing. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know when we're coming back, and I don't know what we're talking about. Figure <laughs> it out. All right, thanks for thanks for joining me, Christopher. Thank thanks you for everybody for listening. Yeah, see you next time. Yeah, bye.